Hello and welcome to Flotsam, a role-playing series about rats surviving in a mysterious sinking city. Four rats with fragmented memories of being something else had returned to the wrecked ship Iskander to retrieve a stock of valuable ember crystals. Unfortunately, they were betrayed by Gwen and her smuggler crew. After facing down the smugglers and driving them away, taking over their boat, our rats feel victorious. But then, Gentry smells burning. Episode 9, Fire and Water. I sniff and see if I can smell burning. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> you can smell burning. Uh, oh, no. Check the hold! I think I'm probably I'm probably in the best position to move at the moment, mm. so I'll, I'll head down uh, down below decks and see what what the hell's going on. Okay, you head down the uh, short set of stairs to the decks, uh, peer downwards, and yes, there are still piles of ember crystals, which is a bonus. But there is also a fire. Um, there is a pile of rags being set in the middle of the boat, and they are aflame, and they are licking out towards the ember crystals. Stab okay. on <laughs> Is there anything in the immediate vicinity such as a bucket? No, not down here. Okay, so I'm going to, because she's the most... Uh, yeah, at the moment, I'll shout up, Enid! Yes! <laughs> this is like a proper old couple what? conversation. You what? <laughs> uh, in which case, actually, I'm, going to, I'm now going to run up, back up, up <laughs> on deck um, to make it easier. Um... We've got a small problem below deck. There's a spire. What tipped you off? <laughs> well, the flames and the smoke, for one. Observant. Uh, uh, look around just up here. Do something, said Gentry. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a boat. You will find uh, a bucket in somewhere. Is there just is there one, or are there more than one container that we could use to get some water in? Just smother it with your coat. There is a bucket here that you can immediately see. There may be others, but do you really have time to search? Good point. Ah, uh, okay. Enid, grab a bucket, fill it up. I run back downstairs, peeling off my jacket as I go. Um, okay. I, di- I didn't have time to thank Reg for his great idea, but I'm going to attempt to throw my jacket over these rags. Um, and and cut off their oxygen source. So you're going to leap on the pile of live grenades and... Yeah, okay, fine, sure. Um, <laughs> it's Vern. It's what he does. Yeah, uh, so let's see how effective you are at putting out a fire. Your difficulty <laughs> your difficulty to put it out immediately is eight. Ooh. All right. Uh, I got away with words. You're covered in fur. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm, I'm just mad. <laughs> I'm throwing my coat. I'm just yeah. on top of it. Uh, right, eight, here we go. Oh no! It's it's a it's a one. Oh no! Sorry, Vern. Oh god! <laughs> no! Oh um, no! So you know ow, that? Ow, 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 <laughs> yes, you know that thing that uh, that Amelia <laughs> just said. You are covered in fur. So yes, you throw your your um, jacket on the fire. Unfortunately, the fire's pretty well established. But you you throw it on and you start panning it down and you're coughing through the smoke and it's difficult to see what's going on. Um, and as you do that, you realise because um, you wouldn't even have thought about it, I guess, if you didn't have hair, but now you have hair, um, suddenly you realise that the, the flame's licking up your arm and you're actually burning. And you roll. You have to roll off the fire to deal with that, to use your other hand to, to smack on that and try and put it out. And it takes you a bit of time to do it, and by the time you've done that, your jacket's on fire. Oh, what's this jacket made of? Um, okay, in which case I'm, I'm going to wait and hope Enid's coming very quickly with a bucket <laughs> okay. of seawater. Enid, you are, you grab a bucket. I'm guessing. Now, do remember mm-hmm. there is a gap between the boat and the sea, so you've got to yes. yeah, I, I, or something. Yes, I whip my belt off yep. and strap it around the handle and use yep. it as a, a sort of fantastic idea. Okay, you lean out, get a bucket full of water, and meanwhile, Gentry's running towards the cabin. Go. Anything I can do. Yes, you can carry this downstairs. Right, right. Leaps over and and, and, uh, helps you haul it up and grabs the bucket and and dashes downstairs um, and sees a a smoking uh, Vern and throws the first bucket at him. (laughs) I'm, I'm meanwhile, looking around for another bucket to do the same. Okay. uh, hmm. Let's get a chain going. Let's see. (laughs) I will let you find a... Yeah, I'll let you find a... Uh, it's, it's a metal box, but it looks watertight to you. You wrench the lid off, and you can... It's like a big metal tin, and you can... There's not a handle, though, to, to, to mm-hmm. um, wrap it, but you can probably, with Gentry's help, when he gets up here, between the two of you, you can fill both the bucket and the box. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Uh, uh, meanwhile, Vern, uh, you are now out because somebody just threw a bucket of seawater at you. But you still have smoke flame here. The the jacket has tamped it down a bit because the jacket's quite thick felt, so it's taking a while. But it's uh, started to catch around the edges, and yeah, this is this is a pretty major problem. It's not going to burn the boat, but it is going to reach those ember crystals pretty soon, and they are in boxes and nets uh, piled around the fire. Okay, is there either the ability for me to sort of start? pushing these piles of embers as far away as I can, or something like a table that I can tip over to make a little uh, fire break between where the fire is and the embers? Not really. Let me describe the situation a bit better. As you are looking into the below decks, at the far end of below decks, if you think of it, of it as boat-shaped, there's a pile of embers, and some of those are piled out along the sides, so they're very much towards that end of the boat. The fire is in a heap in that horseshoe semicircle, if that makes sense, spreading out amongst the embers. So tipping a table over isn't going to do any good. You could grab mm. one of the nets of embers at one side and drag that free, but all that's going to do really is win you some embers. The others are still going to be burning. You could make the explosion presumably slightly smaller, but you'd be far better placed trying to put the fire out as quickly as you. Oh, here's another bucket. So uh, are the bunch of you now going to frantically bucket chain it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. So I'm 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 actually keeping the bucket. We're using the box. Okay. To go back and forth. Okay, that's fine. Let's uh, see how well you do. So, this will keep going until either the fire is out or you fail to put it out. You have to succeed in your rolls five times. Oh. In the next mm. eight rolls. All right. Five times no. in the next eight rolls to get the fire out. I would suggest if you have failed by four times, you might want to think up, mm-hmm. think about um. jumping over the side or something. It'll be clear that the fire is caught. Okay? So five times in the next eight rolls. Your difficulty number for doing it, it's a fairly easy process once you've established it. So the difficulty is five. Okay? Roll when you're ready. Okay. Shall I go first? It'll be the two of you. I don't mind which of the two of you wants um, to get the rolls. Is my weathered many a storm applicable here as a survival instinct? Um, I'll give you a plus one. You can't... No, no, I'll give you a plus one to all your rolls based on that. I may raise it when we get towards the end. We'll see how it goes. Okay. All right. Eight, so... Nine. So one success in eight. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, you are. You've established the bucket chain. You've got uh, downstairs. You've got Vern grabbing the buckets or the box from Gentry. Gentry's firing it up and downstairs, and upstairs Enid is pulling the bucket up and, and pouring water into the box. So you start the chain going, and, and yeah. Okay. Let's just pick up some speed. Make another roll. I'll watch helplessly from the by the engine. Ooh. It's a, a nine plus one, so a ten. <laughs> okay, Ooh. that's two out of eight. <laughs> oh God! And the bucket chain is established, and you start you start to feel that the fire isn't maybe spreading now, but you still haven't got it under control. It's still burning. Uh, if you can keep it at this rate, you'll keep it at bay. But whether you can put it out remains to be seen. <laughs> Carry on. Oh, so five. Five. Yes just by the skin of your teeth and that's only because Enid is uh, throwing herself <laughs> into the task of hauling up the buckets as fast as she can right that's that's pretty good that's three and you, you think you might actually be beginning to, to get control of this now fourth roll it's an eight with the plus one wow you guys are get really getting into the rhythm this now and, and um, Vern it looks like the fire is even starting to die down a bit to be fair there's quite a lot of smoke down here it's getting difficult to breathe you're coughing now because uh, because of the amount of steam and smoke coming up from the fire but yeah um, hopefully uh, fingers crossed keep going oh no it's oh no, oh no. three total Okay, um, and it's so difficult to see that that your next sloshed box of of water just goes out into the crystals and this this fizz, and you realise that the crystals are heating up now. Oh, cool. oh no! <laughs> right. 
It's another. It's a five for four plus one. <laughs> okay. Go bucket gang. Come on. Um, yeah. Um, you you uh, seize the next seize the next one from Gentry and flapping with uh, an arm to clear space. You leap in, throw down the the water on the. Uh, the remaining flames, and then just start stomping, and Gentry joins you, and the two of you just start stomping, and then um, seize whatever you can to kind of pull the rags away from where the crystals are, and you have put it out. Yes! Yay! Take that, fire! And the both of you oh emerge, coughing, blackened from the below decks. I feel even less guilty about throwing things at their boat now. <laughs> <sighs> well done. I just collapse on the side of the boat for a second, coughing my lungs up. Well, that, that, right. that was exciting, says Gentry. Oh, uh, I, I. Well done. Okay, I, I think while you were while you're doing that, I think I've got the hang of this engine. Were you um, working well, away at it while they did that? Yeah, I mean. I'm not in a condition to be running up and down with buckets, so I just tried, attempted to focus on the on the engine, but um, uh, but I didn't want to start it up in case we had to abandon ship. Yeah, 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 sure. Okay, um, and yes, I mean you've seen this engine operated. You saw it operating the way out here. You you may even have had a chat uh, with Stump or Mister Peabody about how it worked. You being interested mm. in such things. So um, yeah, it's it's fairly straightforward. There there is a uh, a switch that you turn. There is a, a small thing which you pump up to pressure to get the steam reservoir to the right pressure. Yeah, uh, this, yeah. It's it's relatively these these things go in stages. These these ember engines so there's a sort of pre-warming prepping stage where it's getting hot enough to make the steam and when the steam's getting up to pressure so generally you you have an engine sort of off and then it might take 10 to 15 minutes to be ready to go then when you actually hit go it goes pretty fast Does that makes oh, well in that case I, I would have turned it on yeah. while they were fighting the fires yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it is now ready to go yeah. okay brilliant um right well i shall in- engage the uh Engage the Ember engine and take us out. Okay, so away you, from away from the ice to begin with. You engage the Ember engine and uh, then Vern realizes uh, just in time that the boat is still um, pitoned to the ice um, and uh, jumps jumps off, removes the piton, and then you <laughs> oh, uh, and then you set off. Well done, Vern. No worries, Rich. I'm not a sailor. You are under power. There is no sign as you head out of the other boat. I'm I'm going to basically sit on watch across the uh, the sea while we uh, attempt to get back to Flotsam. Okay, um, how are you going to do that? That's a very good question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go back the way we came. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. I like to have a memory okay I remember being in a city and a a larger man much older who was my father I think leaning over me and pulling pushing me down to to hide behind a, a bin somewhere as two people ran past obviously looking for us and we stayed very very quiet and wait for them to pass and then creep out and I go where are we and he goes I don't know but uh, you should always be keeping an eye out as you're running for where it is you've passed so that you can find out how to get back and then he just vanishes and leaves me there with a see you back at home and I'm small and I'm cold and I'm frightened and I know it's going to take me a very very long time to find my way home okay fantastic what trait do you want from that uh hmm it's hard to think how it would be phrased for the negative it needs to be something about navigation about remembering waypoints 
but I don't know how how we would put that in a negative. Hmm. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Any good? Anybody have any suggestions? I can't think of a of a negative. No. Let's see. So some like because you kind of got like a fixed path. It's hard um, to get lost. Um, perhaps there's a uh, there's a uh, an anxiety side yeah, to it yeah, yeah. Where, where if you don't mm. know um, if you don't know how you got somewhere because for example your eyes mm. were you're, you had your head in a bag or something like that yeah. then then it actually kicks in as an anxiety thing oh. so you so you always need to know where you are might be the name of the trait yeah. mm. okay don't do well in unfamiliar surroundings yeah oh, that works Okay. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Um, so one of the issues really is there weren't any waypoints, um, mm-hmm. but I, I think that's okay because I think what you can remember are the uh, larger kind of icebergs and bits of shipwreck you passed on the way here. Mm-hmm. So you'll definitely be heading out in roughly the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I think you could remember compared to the boat where those icebergs were on the horizon. So you're heading mm-hmm. roughly in the right direction, and then hopefully that'll work for you. But I am going to give you a little bonus. And I'll make sense of that a bit later. It depends how long it takes you to do whatever you're going to do. But, uh, yeah, something else will come of this. Could I check something else as well? Sure. Um, as we've got the boat we came in on, yep. did Mr. Peabody leave the map behind? No, he's not that foolish, I'm afraid. Duh, <laughs> damn you, Peabody. Damn you. <laughs> Unless he used it to start the fire, of course. We don't know. <laughs> Ver so, goes so is, and looks through the rags. So is he very smart or very stupid? Mm. Mm. Um, so yes, uh, that that's a great thing, Enid. Why don't you um, help? Uh, presumably, who's steering? Actually, I, I guess it's me. Okay, so you'll you'll help Reg, uh, Enid. You'll point things out mm-hmm. and, and say no, no, that gap mm-hmm. between those two icebergs there, and so on. Fine. Well, at least once we get once we get closer to flotsam we've got a fairly large target to hit because of the current but we have to get in that general area that's all right i'll I'll see you right that looks uh that looks familiar over there if we just adjust slightly more to the right okay okay i don't do ships i don't i don't know what the words are for it over there port and starboard i think but yeah it's just words (sighs) well it is but uh... I can tell you, I wouldn't mind some port right now. Um, so, um, assuming we get back, I, I, I suppose everybody realises that we could be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, well, we don't really have... I presume that they've got some fence they can uh, sell the embers to. Well, I, I wasn't really thinking about the embers. I mean... I suppose I should. There's still a pile of them back there, obviously. And we, all of us know what's there. But I more mean, um, they're not going to take this lying down, are they? That wasn't the end of that deal. No. Oh, no. The thing I've discovered about bullies, if you can't be friends with them, you've got to find a bigger bully. I think uh, Enid hits a fine oh. point, if I might say so. Let's not forget... They're making a deal with somebody and they're about to come back with 90% less than they were supposed to. Which means if we can get to whoever they were selling with, with 90% of what they should have had, well, I think we might just be in their favour. Well, we've got alternative options as well. Uh, We now have proof that they've been hiding quite a large shipment of something and those, um, what were they called? Dominion, was it? Oh, the, the the people in charge. I think they'd be quite interested in that if it came down to it. Well, my worry is that she said that they were bribing various people in Flotsam. Seems like the place is pretty corrupt. And these guys are pretty well established, so they have a lot of friends in that city. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be difficult for us to put one over on them with... As, as complete newcomers. I, I know somebody who doesn't like them, says Gentry. Oh. That I could think, be useful. I think we you know, know two people who don't like them. That little ratty fella with the uh, the markings. That's the one I was thinking of, yes. Oh. yes. Uh, he, he, he obviously wasn't there of his own free will, was he? No. So, I mean, no. he, he, he must know a lot more about Flotsam than we do. 
Well, the other thing that we know that it seems that most of Flotsam don't know is that the embers are spirits. What do you mean? Well, it seems to me that the embers are trapped spirits. They're hollow. Look, I've got some broken ones here. Um, the spirits are trapped inside. When when we when they break, the spirits escape. I think that's how we appeared. We were trapped in in an ember. God knows how long, and it got broken. Our spirits escaped, and we found bodies. That's a mighty interesting theory. You've been eating rancid pilchards again. I didn't eat any pilchards. That's a wise move. That's what I think happens. I mean, it makes me think maybe there's something that we can... Maybe we can learn a bit more from that shaman rat scour. Uh, Maybe he can tell us something more and we can turn it to our advantage. Especially because, Enid, you seem to have some skill with spirits. Well, I wouldn't call it that after my untimely well, card game, but... at uh, least an affinity. Hmm. Yes, I think you might be onto something. I think right now we need to get back to Flotsam, lay low, and get some answers. We know we got valuable embers on board, so we're probably going to be alright for money if we can shift them, but we just need to get there and keep our heads low. We should probably start making headway, finding out how to get to this, uh, what did they call it? Uh, ruin. Ruin place. As soon as it's light, I'm going to see if I can uh, modify the engine to take another ember. See if we can get back quicker. If we can beat Smart. them there, it gives us a, it buys us a little bit of time. But I can't work in the dark. And, ow, oh, I'm still hurting. No. Oh. Let's see if I can do anything to help patch you up a bit. Thanks, Enid. Scuttling around, trying to trying to help him. Yeah, I don't think there's much to discuss unless you want to perhaps next morning discuss um, what you're actually going to do when you hit Flotsam. Um, but as people are getting a bit of rest, and there's no food on here, it should be pointed out, so everybody's a bit hungry as well. But as everybody's getting a bit of rest and uh, generally thinking about what's going on and as the night is going down, and you're pretty much having to navigate by, by guesswork, um, Reg, or whoever's steering at any given point. Um, because it's such a mill pond, uh, it's just a case really of keeping the, the tiller pointed in the right direction mm-hmm. uh, which makes life a bit easier but the thing that Enid notices because she brought up always noticing <laughs> waypoints there was obviously another waypoint um, that you saw last night on the way in and that is stars mm-hmm. uh, and you're, you're maybe using that to guide you a little bit you didn't pay too much attention to them they were sort of in the back of your head but they're not quite right. There are... You Now you're really thinking about tracking the environment around you. There are... There's something over there which could have been Orion, but the shapes are wrong. It's all slightly twisted. There's something over there which could have been Cassiopeia. It's all a bit off. Anyway. Mm. So, is anybody sleeping? Is everybody sleeping? Not at the same oh. time, presumably. Somebody oh, yes, absolutely. I'm taking the first sleeping shift. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to I'm going to have a trust exercise. I'm going to um, wander over to Gentry. Because um, I, think, I think Reg is probably going to need rest I'm guessing I'm going to I'm going to ask probably have to ask Vern to take the tiller for a bit because I haven't slept at all yet cool um so in which case I'll, I'll wander over to Gentry and simply say Gentry you've gone up in my estimations how about we put our little greeting troubles behind us and I hand, hand out uh, offer out a claw to Gentry Yes, I mean he holds your hand. I I never had any suspicions of you at all. I, I don't understand really what the problem was, but uh, yes, don't don't worry about me. 
So I, I shake Gentry's hand um, and say, I think it'd be wise if between me and you we keep an eye out through the night. I'll take the, f- I'll take the first watch. That's fine. Um, well, I'll, I'll get some rest then. All right. And I toddle on back to the engine and the, the tiller and settle myself in for the first watch. After a bit of rest, uh, and after nothing uh, goes wrong during the night, as far as you notice, um, Vern, it appears that, that Gentry's on the straight and narrow. When you wake up, Reg, in the dawn, you look over the side of the boat and quickly realise that the current has started to tug at you, so you are you heave a bit of a sigh of relief because you know you're heading in the right direction now. Oh, phew. Um, but everybody, yes, as they, as they wake and as you greet the morning... Yeah, I mean, we could just cut to you arriving in Flotsam, but I guess that maybe you want to d- have a, a conversation about what your next moves might be, and also Reg wants to have a go at the engine. Mm. Mm. It's not more somewhere obvious. Mm. So let's start with the the engine, uh, Reg. Is your plan to try yes. and make it work? Uh, in some way, double uh, its power if you can without breaking it horribly? Yes, basically. Or, or you know, obviously... <laughs> In my current condition, uh, priority is uh, to not break anything. Um, but yeah, you're not feeling yeah, great if I, this if morning. Some... Um, no. Uh, you... So all, I just want to buy us a little bit of extra time before uh, Gwen and whoever's left of her crew arrive in Flotsam, because I'm assuming that they're going to make it back. Sure. Uh, okay, so... Just so you're aware, you are your wound is kind of stiffened up a bit. You're in quite a lot of pain when you move. The cold hasn't helped. No. You're not in danger of dying or anything like that. But aside from the cut itself, it feels like you've been battered black and blue up that side. So you're not going to be leaping around anytime soon. But you can work on an engine. That's okay. It's just yeah. painful, and you just have to sort of work through it. So yeah. tell me what your what your plan for this engine is then. Well. Once once I've got daylight, shut it off uh, for uh, for a bit. Open it up, see if I can just do a, a, a fairly well. Basically, a jury rig, like just maybe an extra um, couple of embers, sort of like or one extra ember, just bolted on the outside of the the, the heating circuit, just to um, give it a little bit of extra uh, oomph. Okay, well, looking at it, um, it doesn't look like you could put another ember inside it, and the yeah. the chamber in there is is what heats the water, so that's not really going to be a thing you can you can do anything about because uh, you, if you're going to increase the size of that chamber, you need the pressure seals to be tight, and you just don't have the kit to do that. The simple yes. thing you could do it's risky, but the simple thing you could do is actually just strap and insulate an ember on the outside of that heat chamber of that yeah, heat chamber. Yeah, that's what I meant. So that there's extra it's like a you know an oven. Um the the difficulty is you don't know how much stress that chamber can take and you don't know yeah. how much pressure it can take. So yeah. you can increase the temperature but you're a bit nervous as to how long you should do that for uh, and whether it might explode on you. So uh yeah, let, let's uh have a, an engineering role to um, just make sure that you've understood the problem and you're relatively okay. confident with what's going on. Yeah. And and can I apply my uh, ability to jury rig trait to that? It was, wasn't that about repurposing something? Uh, ah, yes, it was. Really? Um, because the idea there was that you change it to something else and you can never use it again for the original thing, wasn't it? And I don't yeah. think that really applies here. You're sort of more enhancing um, but you do have other traits which I think you can bring yeah. to bear. Yeah, well, I've got needs to know what makes things tick, which would uh, uh, hopefully uh, yeah, I think work for my understanding of, of the, of the yeah, engine. Yeah, I think there's analysis here. So your difficulty um, to give it a bit of a boost, uh, so this is odd because there's sort of two things. There's, there's being able to give it a bit of a boost and there's being able to give it a bit of a boost safely. Safely. <laughs> so... So I am going to give you a target number to hit of six to give it a bit of a boost and eight okay. to do it safely. So just roll one die and we'll see where it lands. Okay. Sorry about this. Um, I'm just killing. And and for your uh, and for your other thing, you get a uh, need to know it works. Your bonus of plus two. Okay. So so six and then eight. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I've got a ten. Oh, yeah. Natural ten. Na- nat- so natural ten. 
and natural ten. So I, okay. I do what you like. Completely under, I completely understand it. Uh, okay, I would say you can give yourself uh, a fifty percent power boost to the engine then okay. by repeated application of another crystal, some insulation, but knowing at what point to remove it and let it cool down a little bit and pour some water over it, and then you do it again, and then you, you see what I mean? So you're just balancing yep. the pressure in that tank. And as long as you okay. keep maintaining it like that, you can keep your speed up another half. Oh, okay, so clever. So do I need to make the second roll for safety then? No, 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 sorry, uh, no? you misunderstood. Um, if you had rolled six or more, you'd have speeded up the engine. If you'd have rolled oh. eight or more, you'd have speeded up the engine safely. <laughs> oh, right. So, okay, brilliant. We're back at Blotsam. Bye-bye, <laughs> <laughs> Gwen. Okay. So it was a fast boat already, and now it's faster. Um, that is, okay. Uh, so, so you are uh, relatively confident, barring anything else, you should arrive there before they do. Brilliant. However, <laughs> where, where, where the hell are we going to go? Well, there's no way we can moor this boat without it being found. I'm wondering if if we couldn't maybe get on land, go and find our friend Jonathan. Uh, he's been working down at the yards. I'm wondering if we might be able to hide our boat down there under some tops while we figure out what the hell we're going to do. Yeah, I'm just wondering, we're going to have to disembark to do anything so do we go to the yards or do we uh, Ian did we get when we arrived on uh, Topher's raft did we were we met by dock officials um, not um, officials so per se you were met by a bunch of local dock hands who saw the rather tattered raft coming in and oh, right, just okay. helped you up onto the dock so there's so if we were to just pull up uh, at the dock would we have some breathing space before? Uh, you know, we, I assume we would be expected to go and report to the harbour master, but we might have some breathing space bef- to maybe clear the, um, or at least get away from the ship before. Um, you can assume whatever you like. Uh, you didn't. Oh. You, you, you reported to the harbour master before, but you were foundlings. Whether that's yeah. still the case, if you're what looks like a normal flotsam vessel coming in, who knows? We'll have mm. to chance it. The other question is that we've got. We've got potentially dodgy cargo because the Kindlers have quite a tight grip on the supply of embers within the city. So if we come in with our own supply, Hmm. that's going to raise a lot of eyebrows. And it's not something that we can easily hide. The former owners of this ship must have had a plan for something similar. I'd be surprised if there wasn't some sort of... uh, location already aboard this vessel for hiding these things. Yeah, but we want to get them off and into the city somewhere, really, don't we? And wouldn't they have already hidden them? Well, you well, know, they, with these types. They'd have had two days to do it on the way back. We just made them get off a little early. Can we have a quick mm. scour of the ships, see if there's any little smugglers, smugglers' pockets? Ooh, who's who's been watching too much Star Wars? Um, <laughs> there, uh, well, uh, you could pull up some of the boards in the bilges. Uh, the, uh, the there's a deck, obviously, at the right at the bottom. There's boards across that makes the floor of the uh, of the lower deck. Um, there is only one issue, which which Reg soon points out, which that means that if you put the crystals under those boards and you put the boards back down, the crystals would be lying in water because you have water in the bilges um, and that water would probably be getting hot with a whole pile of crystals in it um, and that might not be the best thing. Alternatively, we've got a lot of nets. We could put them in that, weigh it down and have it dangling off the back. Nobody would know. That's a damn fine idea, says Gentry, isn't it? Sounds good to me. This is all an imperfect situation. I mean, we'd end up with a, with a, a rope trailing off the side of the boat and possibly some bubbles rising up from below. I don't really understand these things, says Gentry. I mean, sometimes they're hot and sometimes they're not. How does it work, do you know? Looks over at Reg. Uh, have I figured this out yet, Ian? Because the, the, um, my assumption was that the, the, the embers were permanently... Uh, well, they must get... They must be something that the engine does to, to, to make it hotter... Because I've been carrying one around wrapped in a piece of leather and it's not boiling. 
Yeah, they are warm, and clearly the whole piles of them aren't superheated or anything, or you mm. would have had lots of steam right at the beginning. So, yeah, yeah, so no, you haven't figured out the, the process for that yet. No, no. I don't quite understand what the engine does to activate the ember. I need to I need to spend some more time studying it, which is why we need to get get some of them off the um, off the boat, and I need to locate a workshop. Well, look, none of this is ideal, and none of this is what we planned, but we got to do something because we're going to be arriving in Flotsam soon. The the net idea sounds pretty good to me, says Gentry. Especially when we've got one among our number who are very who's very skilled at uh, distracting attention. We should try it. If there are only small signs of there being anything wrong, it should be easy to make people look in a different direction. Well, and if we lead them off the back of the boat in a long enough rope, the bubbles might not be anywhere near our craft. I suppose the only difficulty is how we get them back. Because they glow a bit, so even if we do it at night... uh, Also, at night, will the sea behind us glow? Uh, hmm... Yeah, um, unless we wrap wrap them in a tarpaulin inside the net, if we've got one, or the sail. That's the point. We're not we're not going out again. This sounds like the beginnings of a plan. <laughs> All right. So, is this the plan that you uh, you're going with? Then, do you think? I, y- I think yes. Yeah. So. We'll wrap the embers up in the sail. Stick the I sail am... in the net and trail that <laughs> off the back, and we'll get into flotsam. And I think then we'll try and look for a way to offload these embers yeah. at some other point. But I think it's like if whatever satchels we've got, like Vern's got his satchel, and obviously Reg has got one. We'll take a couple with us for trade and/or experimentation. I'll yeah. just have one under them. my hat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to take a couple, uh, two or three extra, and, and, and ditch some of the empty ones. Um, over the side to make room so that oh, I've, no, I've got I'll, a hand a few. I'll keep those oh okay I'll keep those I've, I've they might be useful they... that, yeah. the, the stuff they're made of it, it's yes. useful to have some dead ones to, to do some tests on yeah there are a okay. couple just a couple I might uh, might be able to find a use for that okay so um, you come up with your plan you take down the sail and you stitch the sail into a bag around the crystals uh, and you very f- firmly tie that to a rope and a net and you trail that off the back of the boat before you properly get anywhere near Flotsam. Mm. You can see it in the distance as you're doing this. Yeah. And then you gun the engine and off your head and shortly, familiarly, a mist starts to descend across the still water. Uh, the water gets a bit choppier with the current. You run into a fog bank and you can see the silhouettes of the dome, the tower, and the rest of the city around you, and start to see the lights of the dock. And then slow right down at this point. At a, an indeterminate time, because you can't see the harbormaster's clock. But probably late afternoon, you draw up amongst the tangle of masts uh, and small vessels to the stone dock that you first arrived at and maybe you're going to take the boat down to the other end where you set off from is that the idea certainly down down to a quieter end of the yeah, dock mm-hmm. down to the quiet end mm-hmm. where you where you yeah. started from yeah and you you turn right and head along the uh the dock front um weaving through some anchored vessels and tie up pretty much where you set off from originally and there we are you are mm-hmm. back in Flotsam. Woohoo! <laughs> you have your small vessel at anchor in the quieter end of the dock at Flotsam. Um, it is foggy, it is late afternoon, you'd guess. Um, it's hard to tell around here. Uh, what is your plan? Who's best at swimming? I was thinking that maybe we should untie the uh, ember from the boat and tie it to underneath the dock somewhere so that we know where it is. No one else can find it. Mm. Well, I think after your recent experience, you should probably stay on dry land, dear. I, I think I might be foolish to try that. Yes. You've got some big lungs on you, haven't you? 
It may have been referred to in the past. Vern will give it a go. Roll for a drown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you, your, what's your intention then? So I'm going to do, as Reg said, it's a good idea. I'm going to um, untie from the back um, of the boat where we've lashed the rope. Uh, take the rope in my teeth mm-hmm. and dive into the water and uh, and sort of find somewhere on the dock moorings underwater to lash our rope to. Okay, um, are you trying to move the ember much from where they've settled? Um, if... <clears throat> or are you trying to... They, they, they kind of float, but they are still a very heavy mass. Or are you just trying to tie them to the dock instead of the boat? Yeah, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to take them far. You know, if I need to kind of move them a metre or so to reach, I will. But I'm not kind of, sort of trying to take them metres okay. and metres and metres away. Well, let's, in that case, have... <clears throat> Uh, a roll to see how well you swim, and I will also consider whether anybody notices you as well. Oh, crap! Just just before he does it, just before he does it, can I can I drop something into the water, like make a show of oh, like, oops, like it's fallen in, and and that he's doing me a favour retrieving it. Okay, sure. I'm clumsy old lady. I know. Sure. I'm always doing this. All right, uh, with that little bit of distraction, um, then Vern climbs down into the water. Vern, to do this without any complications for yourself uh, is going to be a five. Okay. Why says, would you? Why would you says, make that noise? What could possibly be Okay, you, you um, strip off your layers of clothing, clamber down into the water, dive find the end of the rope, up for breath, look for a likely place and swim out there. Water's pretty cold. Yeah, teeth chattering. Uh, you, you dive under a few more times, give the, the, the bag and the net a haul and tie it off to the end of the dock you're docked against rather than to the boat itself. Um, you tie it in uh, what you hope is a, is a fairly good knot. Do you remember being in the Boy Scouts? <laughs> <laughs> No, that's fine. We'll he's assume too, that he's you too do. wholesome for unwholesome for that. I remember yeah. this time I had to tie a man to the back of a horse. <laughs> that's more like, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Or possibly tie tie a maiden down to some railway tracks somewhere. <laughs> Twirl yeah. his moustache. Okay, Fab. Uh, you do that, and um, you come back up for air uh, and shiver your way back onto the boat. Did you manage to find it? Thanks, Vern. I think. <laughs> Get back in. <laughs> and I, sh- I shake myself off like a wet dog on the boat. Oh. Oh, right, where to now? I think we need to go and uh, find Jonathan if we can. Well, presumably uh, those others won't be that far behind us. Uh, how much time do you think we have? Hmm. I'm going to take the two ember crystals from the engine. Okay. So how many ember crystals do you, just just to do a quick tally? How ember, how many ember crystals do we think we all have now? Uh, I've got one under my hat um, and a couple of broken ones. Okay. And uh, Vern's got one in his satchel. I to, okay. the, the two broken ones are in my pouch, by the way. Mm-hmm. I think I had a half dozen fo- um, active ones and maybe three or four small ones, but they're quite big, aren't they? So um, do you want to give me a, a, a ruling for how many? Yeah, can I think you can fit half a dozen in your satchel in total. Half a dozen. Okay. Uh, in that case, I will, um, I'll keep four lit ones and two broken ones, and uh, offer the other lit ones round to Vernon Enid. Do you want to look after these? I can't fit any more in my satchel. I'll take one of those if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. Thank Pass you. Pass it over to Gentry. Slips it into a pocket. I'll take one off your hands, Reg. Brilliant. Okay. With that sorted, where are you heading? Um. Hmm. Well, we wanted to track down Scour, but it sounds like he's in a bad part of town. Hmm. What, what was what? it they called it? Ruin. Well, I remember he said if we could find our way to the Bridge of Nails, we'd find him. Oh. I thought he said that was beyond ruin. Oh, well, um. Well. Maybe if we pop to the... 
We could pop to the pub and ask for directions. I don't really want to ask random strangers which way to ruin. No. Um, maybe if we pay our uh, our friend at the takers a, a visit. She did seem to like shiny things, and we have a few of those. We do indeed. Hmm. That's a good point, actually. Maybe we could uh, sell a couple just to get, um, get ourselves some... some um, Money that we can actually use in the city? Well, let's start her off gently. I've got some earrings that she might like. Oh, that's a better idea. <laughs> and let's not forget, as pretty as these things are, they are contraband. we got to be damn careful who we try and sell these to. Yeah, yeah. All right, then. Come on. Okay. And off you, off you clamber from the boat, leaving uh, it all tied up, leaving the heater turned off um, and even the smell of burnt uh, clothing <laughs> behind you um, and up you go into the dock and yeah as you pass the harbour masters uh, it's coming up to five o'clock now uh, casting a weather eye over the docks there's no sign uh, immediately of any other boat coming in from your direction so fingers crossed there a bit behind you uh, and along the docks you go if anything it's it's darker than it was here before I don't know if the it's a particularly heavy day for the fog, perhaps, or, or the smog, but um, it, it feels pretty oppressive as you work, work your way along the, the docks. The docks are still fairly busy. Uh, it's still the working day. Um, you pass the drop of dew on the right, and uh, it looks um, fairly empty. Ooh. We need to get word to Jonathan and Rose that we're back safe. Oh, that's a good idea. I might see if Jonathan can give us a hand as well. If he's working down on the yards... Yeah. Now that the ember's not tied to the boat, it might be an idea to move the boat somewhere more discreet. That would be a good idea. Maybe Jonathan knows. We somewhere. have no need for it, and you can be damn well sure Gwen's going to be looking for it. Yeah. If Jonathan's not here, though, at least we could uh, leave a message with Ted. I, I would have thought um, that Jonathan will be working now. Is that not true? Oh, of course he will. What time did you say it was after five, Ian? It's just, just coming up to five. Mm-hmm. Well, I won't be long, then. I wouldn't mind a drink. It's been a hell of a day. We could stop and warm up. The only thing, says Gentry, is this is where Elwood knows to find us. Mm, that's true. Well, don't want to bring any trouble down on, <clears throat> on their heads. Well, why don't a couple of us go along to the takers and the other two wait here? I think I should wait here. I'm not sure the Lady of the Takers is my biggest fan. You're very perceptive. Oh, I could do with the rest, actually. Right, I'll, I'll come with you then. All right, come along. Okay, so Enid and Gentry head off uh, further along that uh, that direction, along the docks. And here we have Vern and Reg. You duck into the drop of dew. What is your aim? Just have a drink? Uh, Very yeah, drink yeah. something to eat. Very discreet drink. Um, and, and have a cast around to see if Ted or Sunny are around. Um, but kind of sequestering ourselves into the darkest nook and cranny of the, the tavern that we can. Sure. Do either of you have any money? Yes. Oh, I don't. I was going to ask okay. how much, but I've got my pennies from my theatre work. You, you do. You certainly have enough to get a round of drinks and, and something to eat. Um, fine. Okay. Uh, yes, um, Ted is behind the bar as you head in. So I shall wander over and... Uh, oh. Hi, Ted. Oh, Remember us? Oh, yes. You've found yourself some jobs then? I take it. You've been busy. And a place to stay, I guess. Oh, yes. Very, very busy. I've been uh, working over on Lantern side for the Jubilee Theatre. Oh, oh, excellent. Uh, glad that you found something to do. Um, how about yourself? Looks over at Reg. Work, found some work over in Smoke. <clears throat> oh. oh, bit oh. tired. Oh, it's good to... Uh, well, you do look a bit uh, like you've been through the, the wars. They work you hard there, do they? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's tough work. Right. Uh, well, what can I get you? Oh, something to eat, please. Certainly. Um, I'll see what's good. Heads through into the back. 
And uh, most definitely a drink for me, please, Ted. Yes, of course, of course. Comes back, starts pouring a couple of pints. And you take them, I guess, unless you want to ask further questions. You can take them to your corner. So I just want to say... <clears throat> now, say, Ted, you haven't seen uh, a couple of our other friends, Jonathan or Rose, come by recently? Uh, your big friend, uh, he, he's, yeah, they've both been here. Uh, not today, um, but he was in... Uh, no, I think they were both in last night. Oh, that's great. We'll see if we can uh, enjoy our meal and see if they come by. Right, yeah, I'll leave you to it. And you are past, uh, again, balls of a, a sort of thick fishy stew oh great thank you mm. <coughs> mm, pilchard soup <laughs> <laughs> okay um so you're just gonna wait yeah but very Vern will very much be we'll be in the um i'll be in the corner back to the wall so he can see all entrances and exits that are at least visible anyway sure okay Meanwhile, at the other end of the dock, uh, you find your way to the um, building that was built into the side of the cliff, where Smite has her collection of boxes, trinkets and rags, uh, presumably taken from the dead. Hello, anyone in? Mm, it seems empty, despite the fact that the doors are, are wide open, but you can hear a rustling in the back. Smitey around. And you take a few steps in and you realise that uh, there's some digging going on at the back um, uh, under a pile of clothes and things are sort of flying out. Yes, yes, here, here. <laughs> oh, I love her. Oh, I, f I found a couple of shiny things you might like. Oh. And I um, hold up two of the silver earrings. Uh, she clambers up a, a heap of boxes and peers at you from a distance and then drops down and, and scrabbles her way down to, to stand in front of you slightly out of breath. <sighs> ah, hmm. Ah, yes. Reaches out for one. I let her. Okay. Takes it, holds it up. <sighs> Looks down at your hand with the other two. Uh, just one. I'm keeping one. Okay, fine. Um, looks at the earring. Looks at you. Looks at the earrings again. Don't want them. And gives it back. Oh, all right then, love. No bother. Just thought you might like him. Hmm. Be careful, she says, and, and uh, steps back towards her regs. Oh. Very careful. Don't you worry. One fair and square. Tappers, she says. Don't want to go up against tappers. Tappers? Interesting. Have good day. Mm. <laughs> and runs up into the pile and starts, carries on with whatever she was doing. Don't suppose you know, um, fellow we bumped into yesterday said he was on his way to ruin. Uh, you don't know how I might find him. Uh, who? Who? Oh, just, uh, just some bloke. I had a bet with him. Uh, without knowing who, I'm... Oh. How can I tell? Oh, what direction's ruin? Ah, ah, ah. Hmm. You know smoke? Mm-hmm. Through smoke? Through smoke. Mm. Big wall. Yes, big wall. You've mm. seen... Maybe, maybe not. Big wall, big gate, lots of guards. Oh, and they won't let us through? Oh, yes, yes, let you through, just not let you back. Ah. All right, good to know. Any any idea what it would take to get back in again? Uh, <laughs> shiny things. <laughs> uh, not like the earring. Uh, maybe, but... Hmm, see, people from Ruin are not allowed here. Ah, uh, I get you. Outcasts, eh? Uh, mm, yes. The court say they don't exist. I get you. Always types like that, aren't they? Sort of judgmental. Oh, well. Good to know, so I won't be seeing him again unless I can find my way out there. Yes, yes, well, you can find your way, of course. Coming back, that's the trick. Well, I'm sure we'll figure something out, won't we, Gentry? Uh, yes, yes, I'm, I'm sure we can do something. 
Thanks very much for your help, love. I'll, I'll keep my eyes open for something you might like better. Yes, yes. Mm, be careful. Tappers. Mm, uh, lots of friends. Yes, so I've gathered. And she turns back to her rag pile. Oh, I do like her. <laughs> <laughs> so scuttly. Uh, and I suppose unless Gentry's got something to to weigh in with, we should head back to the pub. You look at him; he looks slightly nonplussed. <laughs> <laughs> and as as you're walking along, it's honestly don't really see how we're going to manage that. I mean, I'm sure people must get in because that's where that chap Scour came from. Mm. Presumably, Gwen has a way to get people in, but how are we to find out how to do it? Well, it's obviously by water rather than through the gate. Well, maybe. I hadn't thought of that. Um, I'd sort of thought that... Well, I, I've no idea. Yes, it could be. Oh, that's the trouble. They would know. Um, we can't really get any more information out of them. No. Oh, dear. That's difficult. It is. A lot of things are difficult, but I'm sure we'll manage. If only we knew somebody who knew the city... You know, the whole city, a lot of the city. Um, and was trustworthy, but of course we don't. Oh, well, let's see if the others have had any better luck. Yes. We'll head back to the pub. All right, um, you <laughs> arrive. Um, it's only about a 15-minute walk from where you are. Uh, you arrive back fairly rapidly to find the other two tucking into some food. I'll have a look around for Sunny, see if she's around. Sunny isn't around, no. Okay. I'll sit down with the rest of them then. Hello. All right there, love. Yeah, feeling a bit better now, Veen. Oh, I'm glad. How'd you get on with my best friend? <laughs> Not as well as we'd hoped, but we did get some information. Oh? Well, she obviously recognised the earrings. Warned us to be careful of the tappers. I think we'd learnt that already. Captain, after the horses bolted, I see. A little, yes. Uh, but apparently the way to get to ruin is through the smoke and then some big guarded wall thing and then... Uh, and then we'd have to bribe our way back in after. Uh. Hmm. If only we had some kind of... Hmm, currency that was very popular and desired in these parts. Indeed. He taps his satchel. <laughs> uh, yes, I think we're going to have to be very careful with this. But there might be other ways. Gentry and I were just discussing. We, we, we might be able to take it by water if we could find somebody who knew the city well enough. It can't be that easy if they've got a wall and a gate to guard. But they brought him in by water, the, the, the fellow with the markings. They did, yeah. No, they must... Obviously, it's possible, but it might take a while to figure out the right place to moor a boat. Mm. Otherwise, everybody would be doing it. True. I don't think we have a lot of time, said Gentry. They can't be that far behind us. We should be no. making a decision as to what we're going to... Or at least finding a different place to hide uh, to sort all this out. Yeah, we just need to let... Jonathan and Rose know that we're safe and they should keep their heads down. I don't want them getting in trouble. Well, we could go and have a look for Jonathan wherever he's working, but if he's back here every night... I, I suppose we could leave a message here, could we? I, I don't really yeah. want to hang around and wait, you see. Mm. Well, that might be a yeah, good I'm idea. Something vague, so it couldn't be picked up by anybody else. We'll just tell Ted that um, to let Jonathan know that we're safe and that he should relax. Maybe something specific but vague. Our journey took less time than we anticipated. Three days would have been enough. That sounds good to me. Okay, yeah, is that your plan? Go yes. Yeah, yeah. They are. Okay. And stake in the ground. Okay, in which case you leave a message with Ted for Jonathan, should he come in, that your journey took less time than you expected. Um, and you then leave the drop of dew. And where are you heading? Are we... <laughs> this is like this is a bit in a video game where it goes, are you sure you want to leave the area? <laughs> are we ready to go to ruin? Or do we need stuff? 
Hmm. Well, the uh, the only issue I think you have at the moment is uh, that Reg isn't um, up to. Uh, he's he's very sore still and doesn't walk very fast, so yeah. um, wouldn't want to be running around scaling any sort of walls at night time or anything like that. Um, but that's not going to be cured anytime soon. I think your main concern at the moment is if you hang around anywhere that you've been before, mm -hmm. um, there's a bunch of angry people about to turn up and, uh, and have a word with you. <laughs> well, what if we took the boat mm. around the fringes of the city? See if we can spot ruin that way, or the Bridge of Nails. I just don't know what we're looking for. It's not a bad idea. We've got the cover of darkness because it's exceptionally smoggy today. Oh, a little boat tour might be just what the doctor ordered. Plus, if they come back and don't see their boat here, that should leave them guessing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Should we do that? Yeah, so. I'm just wondering if we should uh, leave a warning on our note. Oh. What we don't want is them to turn up and talk to Jonathan or Rose. Hmm. Well, I think you're Jonathan probably right. Uh, I mm. think that, that, that there's a danger if we just disappear. Um, then the other two will be used against us. Mm. Oh. Have we already left the note at this point, or are we saying? Yes. You, yeah, I, uh, were you leaving a note or a verbal message? A verbal message for Ted to pass on. In which case, you have already left that. Yes. Oh. This is you having mm. second thoughts outside. Yes. <laughs> hmm. We have to let Jonathan and Rose know that it's dangerous and keep their heads down. We should. Hmm. I'll go back. All right. Uh, friends, uh, we should make better friends. Something along those lines. Um, Why don't you say we're back from our trip sooner than anticipated because there's bad weather coming in? Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay. Rage nips in to leave the message. Um, yep. And then, I guess, you will head off to the boat. Yes. And where do you plan to take it? You have two directions. Uh, to the right of the docks will take you um, past what, um, so far, only Vern has seen uh, the uh, headland that has a, a cleft in the rock that leads into the cave of Lanternside. To the left will take you round. You have no idea where. You've never been that way. But it is below um, smoke. You're fairly sure mm. uh, that that direction mm -hmm. is, is skirting the bottom of smoke. When yeah. the, the little boat with, uh, what was his name? Scour. Scour came through. Which direction did that come from? You'd no idea. You were in a cave ah. um, and it just came along a tunnel, so you don't know where that tunnel led. Well, your guess is as good as mine, chaps. Smoke's up there, so if we head round in that direction, then hopefully we'll come across ruin on the other side. Let's get the lay of the land at any rate. We'll have to play it by ear. Okay. You get the boat up and running, yep. you cast off. Um, and you set off to the left of the dock. Uh, you're, here you are threading your way through small vessels which are going to and fro the nets, which are several hundred yards out from the, the bay, um, catching things on the, on the current. Um, and yes, you, you break through that, that circle of nets uh, and turn the boat to the left uh, along the base of... Um, you're a fair distance out from, from cliffs that rise uh, above you there uh, with presumably um, beyond those cliffs is smoke uh, and you can see, it's, it's still very heavy smog here, but you can see the shapes above of more city as you, as you head around. Um, you'll notice almost immediately, Reg, as you start moving in that direction that the current is getting stronger. So the current is um, against you here, not not critically, but it is against you, um, drawing you back towards the dock. Um, okay. You kick the engine into a, a slightly higher uh, gear, and the boat struggles against the current, but does start getting underway in that direction. Um, one of the first things you see as you round another headland is a light, quite a powerful light. It looks like it might be. 
a lighthouse, so certainly the equivalent of a lighthouse. So down low to the water, out on possibly the end of a headland, um, there is a bright sweeping light. And off to the right, into the sea you would say, is a uh, another one, two clusters of lights, which could be ships. It's not quite clear. Oh, how much of a berth should we give the lighthouse? Certainly enough to miss the rocks. Yeah. Mm. It's somewhat the point of a lighthouse, dear. Well, yeah, I don't know how, how far around it I need to go. Um, I don't want to go too close to those other lights in case we attract their attention. Fair plan. I'll go for the I'll go for the, the sort of midpoint between the lighthouse and the. Uh, is there any okay. the, is there any visible the source of light coming from our ship? Oh, you've got a lantern on it. Um, okay, you could, uh, I want to dampen uh, the shutters down on that. Yeah, please. You 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 dampen the shutters down. Um, as you do, and your eyes get a bit more accustomed to the darkness out there, it is pretty clear that there is a mass in the water from the lighthouse actually heading out across the surface towards the other lights like a causeway maybe it's quite hard to see in this light but there's clearly something there oh okay like a barrier um, in that, of some yeah sort. in that case i will uh assume that it's a um it's a spur of land and try to steer out round the the end of the of the lights okay um, you steer out to the right and getting a little bit close to, the, to it just to see. There are certainly more nets there. It may be more layers of nets. The current is quite difficult to head into, but as you head along right, you're sort of going sideways to the current. Um, and you have to keep adjusting because you're drifting out of the way. And the lights at the far end, now you're, you're getting closer to them, it looks like some sort of seaborne turret... Another lighthouse, maybe? Uh, oh, as you get a bit closer and see more of the lights. Yeah, it appears to have boats beneath it. The tower itself is bristling with guns. End of episode. Please do join us for the next episode in which our rats take refuge in Lanternside and Vern works his magic. Flotsam is a game by me, Ian Thomas. Our players are Jay Britton, Amelia Tyler and Chris Payne. Editing was by Chris and Ian. Sound effects were by Ian with help from the lovely people at Freesound. And the music was composed by Ian. You can find out more about us and about the game at the website flotsam.city.